Join us today to learn about a pivotal transformational practice that will change how you approach life. Learn what high performers like Rachel Hollis and John Maxwell do as I reveal what I learned from their powerful strategies to audit your year, streamline your time, and live intentionally. Discover how to pinpoint priorities, boost fulfillment, and make the most of each moment. Don't miss this chance to revolutionize your approach to intentional living. Hey parents, welcome to Fulfillment Therapy. Do you want to raise your kids better and have a stronger marriage? Are you up late at night researching marriage and parenting tools and self-care tips? Do you start each day hoping for deeper connections and less chaos, but it ends with family arguments and going 12 different directions again? My name's Kendra, wife, mom, therapist, and growth enthusiast. It wasn't until I discovered how to fulfill my unmet needs that I was finally able to show up as my best self, as a spouse and parent. I realized that by meeting my needs, I could more fully meet the needs of my family with more energy and less resentment. In this podcast, I teach parents skills like boundary setting, prioritizing personal needs, communication, and claiming ownership. Just like my clients, you'll be shocked by the improvement in your marriage, parenting, and personal life when you focus on fulfilling your important, unmet needs. Ready to prioritize yourself so you can quit mentally throat-punching people? Then grab those earbuds and head outside, and let's walk and talk. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to episode number 73. The title for today's episode is The Game-Changing New Year Practice That Transformed My Personal and Family Life. My friends, I am so excited to talk about this stuff. I get incredibly pumped about the new year in ways that I don't think most of humankind does, but it is my jam. So I cannot wait to talk to you about these things for the next few episodes at least, and I can't wait to jump into it. But before I do, this is actually connected to it. Big drum roll, please. On January 29th, I'm doing a live one-hour workshop on refueling parents. So what this is a workshop to help you reset and come away with this 30-day wellness blueprint in just a really condensed time. It is so good. I've been working on this for a while, and this is not like a me thing, but is I've been putting all of the amazing things packed into a short time so that you can have all of these resources at your fingertips. And if you're curious what I'm like live, this is the perfect time to do this because I only do this about twice a year because of how much time it takes. And this is going to be free. So if you want to get an idea of who I am and if you're considering doing retreats or you're considering doing my courses, and I'm also about to publicly launch my one-on-one coaching. So again, if you want to know who I am a little bit more than maybe through podcasts, but more in a live setting, I am doing that on the 29th of January, very specifically then, because this is right about when winter gets the hardest and there's very little to look forward to. It's just 
a challenge for almost every client I've had and myself. This is a rough time of year to get through, and I'll show you exactly how you can do it. So come and check that out. You can go to my website to sign up for that or go ahead and email me at fulfillment.therapist at gmail.com. Or again, my website is fulfillmenttherapy.org if you want to sign up there. And another very quick reminder about signing up for the Costa Rican retreat. We still have some spots left and we want to fill that now that the holidays are over. And then the socials, check those out in the show notes. You can find us in all the places. Now for the meat, the training that I'm so excited about. I'm sure you guys have heard about Rachel Hollis. She's written several best-selling books, as well as John Maxwell. He has also written a lot, and they're both thought leaders and very inspirational. Both people that I've read about, that I've listened to some podcasts from, and there is a few things that really stuck out in my mind that helped me at the beginning of the year especially. And I want to share those things with you today. Because they are amazing, and I do them every year. Rachel Hollis, in one of her episodes, talked about some of these things, and I will also put that in the show notes if you want to go and refer to that as well. But this is what she did, and she actually got this information from John Maxwell, so I went and read his stuff too. And he wrote this in The 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth. So you know that week right after Christmas, which is about now, and before New Year's potentially, even if it's after New Year's, which I think it might be when this finally airs, this is when they prefer to do it, but it really can be any time. This practice often takes about a half a day, so it's not a really quick one, but it's once a year, and like I said, it's pivotal. So what you do is you open your calendar, and you go day by day. Make sure you have uninterrupted time. Know that this is an audit and this is really important. So schedule that time. And just go day by day and look at how you spent your time. And you're going to make three lists. I hope you're taking notes because this is important. So that first list is this. List things that were awesome and worth your time. So this is things that helped your home life and or your business life grow positively and really affected you in great ways. And these are things that we want to see more of in 2024. So does that make sense for your first list? You're just going day by day through your planner. That's a big part of why I like paper planners because it just feels sometimes easier (laughs) to do that, to flip through each one. Quick little disclaimer, I just purchased another planner, and I've been very discouraged by planners I've ordered before. So I choose the Legend Planner Pro, and that is on Amazon. I think I paid $32 for it, but it is a goal planner, and I like the hourly one. If it's not the hourly one, they don't give you enough space to really write out your day, at least for me. And I love it. And a lot of the practices I do naturally, they include in here. So the things I'll mention today, some of these, they already do this. And so in the beginning of the year, I also fill out the beginning part of the planner that answers some of these questions. All right. The second list is this. I want you to write down what wastes your time and energy. Again, going day by day through that. Just look at the things that you wrote down and remember, did those things stress you out? Did they make you anxious? Were they a waste of time or money or energy? Are they things that you never really want to do again? That after you did them, you're like, okay, great, I did that, but I don't really have an interest in repeating that. 
go ahead and write that down. We're learning from this. This this is called failing forward. Like, okay, I learned from it, but now I'm moving forward in better, more productive ways. Also, I will say, when I first listened to this, I actually was not doing most of these things, and I wasn't keeping a very good record in my planner, but it didn't matter. It really helped me remember that this is what I want to do the following year, so that's why it matters to keep an account in your planner, whether that's online or daily in your paper planner, so that you can do this moving forward. What I would recommend is future sending yourself an email where you can say, hey, this is my plan for next year. So send it to yourself maybe right after Christmas and say, give yourself an audit and maybe even go into the show notes, copy and paste those, and then put that in an email and future send it to yourself so you remember exactly what you want to do. That's what I would do. It's an action plan. You're not going to just hear this stuff and never do anything with it. All right, number three. This is the third list. Write things that make you feel like you're living a good life. Rachel Hollis gave the example that it's really easy for her to be a workaholic. She's not really great at being a mom, and it's harder to focus on those things. Sometimes I can relate to that. Like, there's not a lot of gratitude or immediate joy that comes from being a mother. So sometimes it's hard to focus on that. It's easier to focus on other things. So she struggles being at home and not working. But then when she did her audit, she made sure that she would make these things more of a priority. So when she was going through this, she recognized that there's a few things that she really loved. So as she was going through her planner, she recognized that the things that made her feel really good were being a good mom. So she put more of that in her life. And I'll explain more of that in a minute. She also discovered that she loves laughing really hard and having a lot of fun with close friends. So again, figure out about five things that when you do them, you feel like you're living your best life. For her, they were day nights with her husband, really good long and slow meals, long runs outside, massages, and dinners with her girlfriends. Some of those are pretty similar for me, honestly. I think it would also be things like pranks or funny traditions. Like we just had Christmas and I love making ugly sweaters and I want to make that a priority. Or like ridiculous Halloween costumes and really prepping for April Fool's Day. Like I love those things. I also really enjoy time away to reset. Whether that's up in the mountains, whether that's a big family trip. It doesn't even have to be something elaborate, just a getaway where I can let go of everything. Anyway, just imagine what those might be for you. Again, I want you to go through every day of your planner. So this will be a long list. This is where we're going to discover how much money and time we've wasted. And what if we could get that time and money back? This is really what we're doing here. We'll know what we want to repeat and what we don't want to repeat and do things more intentionally next time. Doesn't this sound genius? I don't know why I didn't think about this before listening to this advice from Rachel Hollis and from John Maxwell, but I love this practice. Now make sure you do more of your top five. I want you to put those top five things in your calendar during this half-day appointment. Schedule this throughout the year. Now by this time, you're going to have your new planner. Maybe it's going to be the Legend Pro Planner with the hourly things. Maybe it's something else you like more. But put those things in your calendar for the entire year. 
or maybe it's even Google calendars. Rachel Hollis said, The problem as people is that we're often moving so fast that we don't stop to see where we're going. We don't stop to analyze and reassess and make sure we're heading in the right direction and make sure we're not making the same mistakes over and over. My friends, I see that constantly with my clients. They're making the same mistakes over and over, and that's insanity. I know I've said that before. If you want different results for 2024, are you going to do this? Are you going to take a half day? Is that half day worth your time? How much money and energy will that save you in the course of this entire year? This is just awesome, I promise you. Now, if you're looking forward to next year because maybe you didn't keep a good record this year, this is what I want you to think about this year. Start writing your top three wins daily. Now, they don't have this function in the goal planner, but at some point I am going to create my own planner and sell it because I'm going to combine all of these awesome ideas into one and I can't wait for that. But until then, I just write at the very top, biggest daily win, biggest daily win. And at the end of the week, I pick my top three that I'm most proud of. And if you want to take it a step further, sometimes I even do that for my personal life and for my business. If you have a business or not, it just depends. Or professional life or whatever that other big thing is. At the very least, just write your top three wins for the week. And this is another thing that I do. At the end of the month, I just take 10 or 15 minutes. I have a Google Calendar sheet that I use. And I very briefly audit the month. And this is part of my journaling and my scripture routine. And these are the questions that I answer. Did I reach my goals? Why or why not? What score do I give myself from a a 1 to a 10? And again, this is actually in the goal planner as well. Which wellness realms were lacking? And what can I improve next month? Now, these are the things that I added to it over time because I recognize how many people are missing a very pivotal step. It's recognizing the wins and celebrating them. So what are my top three to five wins for the month in my personal and my business life? And I put those in my Google Sheet. At the end of the year, I'll have about 50 things in both my personal and my business column that are my biggest wins of the entire year. And that will make it easier and easier and more streamlined every year when I do that yearly audit. And then at the end of the year, which I'm about to do, I'm going to go and I'm going to highlight the ones that I'm the most proud of. And then do what Rachel Hollis and John Maxwell suggested. Those three lists, that will be really easy with those things. And likely over time, I'll even start to implement those things, those three lists, in my 10 to 15 minute monthly audit at the very end of the month. Now, I know this is a lot of information that I'm throwing at you and you might be thinking like, oh my gosh, no, why would I do all that? That sounds like work. Well, let's challenge that for a minute. (laughs) What is work? Is work scrambling your entire life and doing the same thing over and over and not getting results? Or is that half a day at the beginning of the year, that audit, and that, let's say, 30 minutes tops at the end of every month? Which one is really going to be more time-consuming for you? You know the answer. It's obvious. (laughs) So this is a beautiful, 
practice that helped me live so much more intentionally. Another thing that I do for this is I just add a tab for every year in my Google Sheet. Like I said, that makes these highlights and these wins very obvious. And with those things, then I can easily schedule more of those things at the beginning of the year. Like those date nights or those hangouts with family or those little vacations or a big vacation, whatever it might be. This is how you live intentionally and purposefully. And you're going to find that what's highlighted at the end of the year and at the month's end will be the things that you truly value the most. You'll find yourself wasting less time on things that don't bring you joy or fulfillment. And you'll become wiser. And you'll become a better steward. And you'll become who you were meant to become. These are eternal principles that are so powerful. I love them. <laughs> I, I think I say that a lot, but I really love this stuff. And probably the other stuff, let's be fair. <laughs> so I talked about how much it takes at the end of the month and at the beginning of the year. But each day, my tracking in my journal, I do that for probably three to ten minutes each morning. And about four hours at the very end of the year or the very beginning of the year. Remember, you will save time and you will have amazing results. I cannot wait. Reach out on social media and find me in all the places on the links in the show notes and tell me what you discovered. This stuff is pivotal and I hope that you share this episode with other people because if everyone practiced this one thing, I feel like there'd be a lot more joy and fulfillment. It's so easy to get complacent and just go through the motions. I know that you don't want that for yourself in 2024, and I don't want that for myself. So do the things, my friends. That's where the power lies. All right. Don't forget to check out the show notes and find us in all the places and sign up for the retreat on my website, as well as that amazing live workshop coming up January 29th. Secure your spot now on fulfillmenttherapy.org. Have a fantastic week, my friends, and I will see you back here in a few days, as always. Hey, friends, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, chances are someone else would too. Would you take 30 seconds to share this with a friend who's looking for greater family fulfillment? And while you're sharing, tell me what you think about the show by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. It refuels me when I hear this podcast is helping you, no matter what your house or your hair looks like. I'll meet you back here every Monday and Thursday morning for more episodes. Until then!